0: Welcome to an episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home in your office could be in Yellowstone. 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers. They've got fifth wheels. They've got teardrops and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle. All covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before and find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. It feels good to be back in the office talking about sports because, boy, did we miss a lot over our two-day vacation that we took. We did make it back. I'm still in recovery mode.
1: We're alive. That's what matters most, I think. So, excited uh, excited to be alive, you know, of course. Duh. Are you? Yeah. Well, I feel much better. Uh, third time to alive, really bring it home.
0: Here. Yeah,
1: alive. That's what we are. Mm-hmm. A-L-I-V-E. That's not For a split fault. second, I thought I spelled it wrong.
0: I was going to try it? to convince you that yeah. you did. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: already had that split second moment. But, no, it, it was a fun time for sure. Uh, a long drive. I don't know if you were in the car mode. We discussed it on one of the Ubers. I'm just going to try and find a couple investors uh, to just buy me classes to take my pilot license. That's pretty much. It. I'm just going to go get my pilot license. I'm just going to fly us everywhere, and I just need someone to invest in it. And if they do that, over your own little private chauffeur on a plane.
0: Well, we're going to talk about that today, uh, definitely. Uh, a lot of NFL news, a lot of baseball news, and it's weird because it is like it's March Madness. It's happening, baby. Yeah. Kind of buried in the news. <laughs> it was really fun this weekend to get to Tennessee. Um, obviously, if you follow us on Twitter, you probably know we had a bachelor party in Nashville, Tennessee. Tennessee is a legal betting state. Yep. And it was a lot of fun to put some money down on some games and watch that dollar amount go up for for So oh, yours went up. I I had a very good weekend.
1: So that's cool for you. That's awesome. Uh, I only put in $50, but I treated it like it was $500,000. Right. Because at one point I got to $51.48 and thought, I have Mm $501,000. I ended the weekend trip with about $11.96. I was on a a real heater. I was on a real (laughs) heater there for a second with about four bets in a row. I was just like, man, I am killing it right now. I'm about to start giving everybody advice. Tell and the truth like, Monday.
0: There are a lot of times us uh, as a group, people, be like, what are we in? On? What are we betting? What are we betting? Yeah. And I would bet the opposite.
1: You dog.
0: It's like, oh, I tried to tell people something. Like, It's like, hey, I don't feel good about that bet. And then you guys would be like, I'm riding it anyway. There's a couple of you. Let's do talk to March Madness.
1: I want every bet on Yale.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah. Both of them? <laughs> Uh, all three. There were people in our group that were betting against Duke and Kansas. Yeah. as was like a, a parlay. A,
1: a Kansas fan told me to bet against Kansas, and I was just like, ah, I don't know. And man. that was
0: another one where I was like, dude, do not bet against Kansas in the Big 12 tournament, guys. They've won like a million straight. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how you feel about Texas Tech. Don't bet against KU just because you hate them. Bet with God. your brain, not your heart. Sometimes your balls, though. Sometimes you got to put the balls on the line. Yeah. And no, I mean, there bet. was
1: There was one parlay where I only put $10 down. But if it hit, I was going to win $96.27. And I was like, this is a hell of a parlay. If no. I would have bet the opposite on every single one of those, I would have had the $97.27.
0: Everybody wants to bet parlays. I don't know many people that ever hit on them, though. And I know a lot of people are even like, oh, well, it's just 5 bucks."
1: Well, I'll tell you what. If a five bucks 6-5 point guard could get five rebounds, that'd be pretty cool.
0: But even if you're like, oh, I just put $5 down on this parlay. Yep, probably going to miss on it, though. Oh, I just put $5 down on this parlay. Yep, probably going to miss on it, though. Before you know it, you bet five parlays. You've lost $25, and it's not just, oh.
1: Here's the <laughs> thing, though. Someone might be able to make money off of me. I just need to tell them what parlays I would do. And then you just do the opposite of that. And you're going to win your money because that's what happened on about three of them.
0: I've fallen in that trap too, uh, betting against—not against—but the Chiefs game, Chiefs-Bengals game. It's like, oh, this should be easy. I know enough about football. I don't know who it is that's working in Vegas that's making these lines. It's absolutely ridiculous how accurate they are. Yeah, like it's—it's it's stupid how accurate the lines are.
1: Well, there's sometimes where it's not when you got like a UMBC at. Plus 22 and a half points, and you think there's no way they lose by more than that. Huh, you'd be surprised. They lose by 42. They <laughs> right? lose by an additional 20 points. Live yeah. betting, that'll also get you.
0: Uh-huh. Right. Uh huh. Right. We did have a great time in Nashville. Got to check out a Blues Predators game. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. It was a it was fun time. Good. Blues
1: scored seven points. Uh, I've only been to three hockey games in my life, all three of them have been within the last three months, five months. Big hockey. I freaking love it. I was actually talking to someone about it last night. And they're like, is it fun? Like, I've always kind of wanted to go. And I was like, no, it's a blast. And then I said this comment, and I didn't know how it was going to come off, but I want to say it to you, though. It was kind of more enjoyable than a football game. Like, a hockey in game? terms of being a live, a live game being there. Because the, it's just so fast-paced of a game where, like, it's non stop. There's so much exchange. There's so much play, contact. So I'm
0: not a hockey guy?
1: everywhere.
0: At all? I didn't think it was that great. I wouldn't put it up there with a football game. The fact that you take two half times, and I say that because I didn't know going into this. Obviously, I knew there were three periods. I didn't know you took a 20-minute break in between both of them. Yeah. That's too much stoppage. You think so? Yeah, that was like, maybe it was the fact that they had a shitty band playing. The entire time? Yeah.
1: I will say... But that was after, too much
0: time. Even sitting there, I was like, holy shit, they're doing 20 minutes in between periods? Yeah. That's too much time.
1: Now, I will say, like, the first game I went to was on the Enterprise Center in St. Louis to watch the Blues play. The second one was in Vegas. That that atmosphere is just incredible, but Vegas knows how to do that. Nashville, I was kind of disappointed. It did, the vibes were not as good as the last two places I would watched a hockey game. I can confidently say that. They didn't keep the crowd as engaged. Now, I don't know if that's because they were... I can't even say because they were losing. Because at one point it was a four-four game going in the third period. Right. So it just they didn't do as good a job keeping the crowd entertained and involved with the game like the other two arenas had. So it I, might just be on Nashville.
0: For my money, I think baseball might be the best in-game experience.
1: I just get—I'll be honest—I just get bored watching the game sometimes. That's, just it, like, that's on you. It is. It is on me. Like I like baseball. I like going to the games. It's just there's sometimes where it's like, man, like, all right, we're here at a 2-2 count. Are we going to watch this guy strike out. And it's like, well, not a home run.
0: And, like, with hockey, I just don't understand the game well enough to be like, oh, that was an exciting good play that wasn't a shot on goal. Yeah. Like, for me, that's – you can watch a a running back run for 10 yards like, oh, shit, that was cool. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, a completion for, like, 15 yards. and You're like, wow, what a play. I don't see that in hockey. I just – I don't understand the game well enough to understand, like, oh, wow, you just made a really good play. So Even is, though nobody made a shot or anything like that. Yeah. That was cool.
1: So, that is fair because there were several times where, like, they would – the way they would handle – like, I, would, in my terms, I'm going to just say dribble the puck down and they would avoid – they'd split two defenders and they'd get a pass off to the left, a pass back off to the right, and then get a shot on goal. And it's like, damn, that's impressive. Now, again, I say all this from a guy who learned the game of hockey – through a video game, it I think the a lot I learned a football game, but that's it. Because it's like, man, trying to do that on a hot game is very difficult. These guys do it personally, even more difficult. Look at them go. Yeah, but it was a good time. Nashville was a lot of fun. We went axe throwing as well. Uh, I didn't realize I could throw an axe that hard and have it stick to a piece of wood. <laughs> you pretty, you're pretty accurate with a couple axes. I, I said a couple because you go from throwing one and you went two. A little, little, uh, low high action you had going on there.
0: I'm telling you, if somebody were coming at me, and I had two axes, should, I'm hitting you.
1: So you're a Viking.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's. I That's mean, actually... I might miss with one, but
1: that second one, you're you're, you're watching your head. And I just took out your knee, dog. You're uh-huh. done. You Can't know what? I'm. Anymore.
0: I was actually pretty disappointed. I was very bad at top golf. Were you? I yeah, I don't know if it was the clubs that I was using, if it was the fact that I was a little hungover. I was terrible at top golf. I don't even think I realized it. And then, typical me, I just gave up. (laughs) (laughs) And At one point, I think I hit, like, I wasn't really paying attention. I was doing more drinking than hitting. And at one point, I was like, wow, I'm about ten shots below everyone else. Like, I need to catch up. I need to hit some balls here. So I was just putting the club on the thing and trying to hit the balls as they came out of the shoot.
1: Yeah, just having fun with it.
0: That was pretty fun. I also have an idea – And this is probably a thing. We need to do this for batting cages in baseball. We're like, I need a pitching machine set up. I need the little bays and stuff. Give me a couple heaters in there. Throw me some off-speed stuff. Give me some targets to hit. You could do a home run derby. We need to do it for baseball. What would you call it? A home run derby. It can't be top golf. It can't be big shots. Bottom baseball. Bottom baseball? Big time baseball. Big bay baseball. Just come swing the bat is what I'd call it. (laughs) Mr. Baller Whacker guy. Uh, I don't know, but it would be a lot of fun. We did have a lot of fun in Nashville. Great to be back, though. But we did miss a lot in regards to sports. We didn't get to talk about the conference tournaments, but we did a little bit just there at the top of the show. It was a lot of fun Mm -hmm. to watch basketball. I think we finally got into college basketball.
1: Oh, I'm have been saying
0: it for two years. And even, like, not watching the games yesterday – there were a couple on. I, I did start to get a little bit of withdrawal. Like, hey, I, I need to ride this high. I want more basketball. And we do have to wait till tomorrow night for that. But um, also, we are doing a bracket challenge here at Miked would Up. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Or I, I put it on Facebook for a lot of our local listeners. You can get to that. But one big thing that we did miss was yesterday. We didn't really miss it because we get to talk about it today. Yep. Tom Brady Unretires. The man was retired for about oh, forty days, about six weeks of retirement. He spent some time at home, realized what was going to happen with the wife and the kids, and said, "Nah, sign me back up. I'm ready to go to work, and I'm excited to see Tom Brady back. I, I am one of his bigger supporters. I, I just I want to see him on the field. And I, I put this in a group chat yesterday. I selfishly I just want to see Tom Brady beat." Aaron Rodgers. You know, uh, last week we were all looking at the NFC and it was like, whoa, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, blah, blah, blah. Maybe Matt Stafford and the Rams, even though they're losing some, some guys. Tom Brady and the Bucs are back. They are back at the top of the NFC. That I would is. even put it. And even last night I tweeted out that I wonder if Tom Brady will convince some of these other free agents, some of these offensive linemen, to come back. Ryan Jensen already re-signed.
1: Oh, yeah, like, too, pretty good deal. And Leonard Fournette deleted his goodbye tweet to Tampa, so it looks like he's probably coming back, too. I think Tom Brady, within this last month, realized Aaron Rodgers is staying in the NFC. Russell Wilson left. There is literally no competition right now in the NFC in terms of quarterback play. Like, Kirk Cousins gets a guaranteed contract with the Vikings. I bet that's when Tom Brady was like, yep, (laughs) Uh, I'm coming back. This is going to be easy. Because the division sucks, and the only person you got to worry about is Aaron Rodgers. And guess you've already beat him in the playoffs, so you don't even have to worry about it. You've been here before; just go do it again. Now, I will say, kind of annoyed by it. Like, just fucking go home, Brady. Like, just go home, stay there, be an old man. Really? I, I respect the hell out of my. Can pre- I ask you an honest is, question? Tell the truth, Monday.
0: Cool. Yeah. Are you scared of Tom Brady as no, a I'm Chiefs not. fan? Tell, I, tell the truth. Yes. Tell the truth. But I don't know why. Because he's fucking Tom Brady. If you're not afraid of Tom Brady, but he's 40, you're either dumb or lying.
1: <laughs> he's forty. Just go. Yeah, I guess that's it. Maybe this is just first step. Now, you should,
0: like Everyone seconds. should be afraid of Tom Brady. The man has more Super Bowls than any franchise in NFL history.
1: Well, I'm tired of being scared of him. You know? I don't <laughs> the boogeyman
0: is back. <laughs> and that is Tom Brady. Teams should fear him. Individuals should fear him. Yeah, I think a lot of players are even probably a little bit excited. Um, according to Bleacher Report, who sent me about 9,000 notifications, Patrick Mahomes was on his honeymoon getting married this weekend. Yeah, I bet even he's got a little tingly sensation in the balls of like, oh, Brady's back? Here's my opportunity. It might not be fear for some of them, for the players. As a fan, you should. I don't even want to hear, oh, Brady's old. I don't care. He should scare you. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers should out. scare you.
1: Now, here's the other thing. I feel bad for Patrick Mahomes. Dude can't even enjoy his wedding weekend.
0: I don't that wonder. Would,
1: that would piss me off if I'm Patrick Mahomes. I'm just trying to have the best weekend of my life with my family and my, and my now wife with my daughter. And you got to come back. You got to take all the news. You can't just give me a weekend. I had to deal with Aaron Rodgers all last weekend. Thought I this thought this might be me. Now, you got to come back. I'd be pissed. I'd come back with just vengeance. What would we nickname him the Grim Reaper? You're dead, Brady.
0: Yeah? Has no impact nope. because
1: Brady doesn't care. He doesn't. And no one, everyone knows that's a lie. I didn't say that confidently enough.
0: It, another thing that I think is hilarious, and we started to talk about it a little bit yesterday, on Saturday night, they auctioned off the last <laughs> touchdown ball. Brady's last yeah. touchdown thrown, they auctioned it off on Saturday, and it goes for. 500,000. dollars A ridiculous amount of money. And now it's not the last touchdown thrown. Like what now you've already kind of set the market for the next one, but somebody's holding on to a football that's really not worth shit. It's worth like 150 bucks.
1: You can have you can go about this two ways. One you try and make sure that your cash, your check doesn't cash. Just delete it. Void your account right now. Mm-hmm. Pause So They can't take the money.
0: It's like the other guys. They have to be at the bank at like 9 a.m. and be like, don't let that cash, don't let that check clear. Yeah. That's what you have to do. You do that. You have to one, go to your two, bank right when it opens. And you, maybe go to GunSpot.com. I'm not encouraging anything if you're the guy, but hey, you don't let that check clear. <laughs> don't push send.
1: And number two. You just hope he changes his mind once again and says, you know, I'm actually going to stay home and spend time with my family. And then it <laughs> right. becomes the last touchdown ball again. I, uh, now it's worth even more.
0: I saw some people saying that the guy that sold the ball should be like, the respectful thing to do is to just be like, oh, no, not going to take the money. To that I say, fuck off. It's $500,000. I'm cashing that check, yeah. and I'm doing it immediately, yeah. like we talked about with like Deshaun Watson when he signed when he got drafted, signed his rookie contract. I'm updating the bank account every yeah. second, looking for that five hundred thousand to hit.
1: Yep.
0: And then I'm going on vacation. Like you can't find me. A new number? Who this?
1: You're I not contacting
0: me. Yeah. I'll leave the country if I have to. That is a lot of money. And yeah. sorry about you. You paid for the football your own stupid decision it's your fault i think it is hilarious though i do think that the buccaneers become that i would put them as the top team in the nfc with what they potentially have coming back i know that there were a lot of holes um brady he just answers a lot of the questions they had some of the guys will come back on defense they'll probably be able to fix their secondary they're already having guys come back on the offensive line you still have mike evans chris Godwin. I assume Gronk will be back in Tampa Bay now Ooh, as well. Point. It, like Leonard Fournette, like where else are you going to go?
1: That's the one guy we haven't even talked about yet. It's Gronk. Was he in a I'm retiring two mindset? Or was he just like, oh, I don't I think he'd ever said back? anything. I know, but.
0: Yeah, I, I think he's just kind of been sitting there waiting, doing USAA commercials.
1: <laughs> Those commercials are getting old,
0: by the way. God. I think he plays dumb is the thing with Gronk. And I I think a lot of people think it's funny, and that's why he gets like the commercials that he does and things like that. I think he's actually probably a really smart dude who just likes to party. Mm-hmm. But I do think that he kind of plays dumb, and it's like a joke for him and the people that know him. But I do expect him back in Tampa Bay now. I would bet on that.
1: So you think the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are already better than the Packers? Yeah. Wow. And I know the Packers; they are losing quite a bit in terms of free agency right now. Um, like they just lost Darius Smith; they're releasing him pretty much. So those cap number of twenty seven point six million dollars. <throat> they don't have to worry about it heading into the season, but it's still one of those things too. The way to the Packers, where we're bringing back Aaron Rodgers, you know, we're franchise tagging Devonte Adams. We're gonna make this work, and mm-hmm. it's like phew, you lose some offensive linemen and some key defensive players. How are you gonna replace that?
0: Yeah. But I mean Tom Brady has as many Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as Aaron Rodgers does with the Green Bay Packers.
1: <laughs> a boom
0: roast. Right. So yeah. Uh if I'm Tom Brady, I'm not really worried about the Packers at all. Like maybe we'll see you in the NFC title game and you'll shoot the bet again. No no offense to any Packers fans. You know, when that.
1: you say it like that, it's kind of a glass shattering moment.
0: Yeah. Right. Hey so and with the Packers, they have Devontae Adams. He got hit with the franchise tag. But there is news this morning that he will not play on the franchise tag, which I think is a good move for him. And the franchise tag is such a ridiculous thing for players. I would hate to be hit with the franchise tag uh, because he's one ACL away from losing a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want that guaranteed. Nobody likes that lame duck year uh, of one-year contract. So I think that this the moves that they made, like you said, they cut Zedaria Smith, they cut Billy Turner – I think they're trying to make space to sign a guy like Devontae Adams, to get him reworked, and I think that they probably will, but I also think this is part of the process with Devontae Adams. He has to come out and say, not playing on the tag. Yep, Going to have to find a way to get me paid. Hey, good for him. They should get him paid. I Even like looking back to last year, I never really bought into that they would both leave, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. For one, it would just be way too expensive. I
1: was going to say, even when they did the whole, like, last dance type of post, you didn't believe it? You saw right through it?
0: Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is just a liar and does a lot of (laughs) things for attention. (laughs) He's very good at football. I don't like him. He is reaching Baker Mayfield level. Like, he might be in the tier.
1: Yikes.
0: I cannot stand him. Anything that he says or does, his lack of a haircut – it just drives me absolutely insane. I can't do it with this guy. Uh, so I, I did think that it was just a lot of talk. It was very Brett Favre of Aaron Rodgers to come out and do those things. And that's really what, was. what I expected the entire time was a, a Brett Favre-type thing with Aaron Rodgers. And I don't think we're done with it yet.
1: So you just saw the entire smokescreen. You don't think we're done? What do you think is going to happen now?
0: I think he's going to do the same thing next year. Really? Maybe not. Maybe not just hijack the entire offseason. But I do think that there's going to be a part where he's going to make some comment late in the season or after uh, LaFleur decides to kick a field goal in the playoffs or something mm-hmm. like that where he's going to say, uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know if I'm coming back.
1: I'm not fully decided on what I'm going to yeah, do
0: this Yeah, got to take some time off. Talk to my not family because they don't talk to me, but maybe talk <laughs> to someone else. Maybe go on another cleanse. Figure out what he wants to do. I will say, in regards to Aaron Rodgers versus Brett Favre, at least he's doing it in the spring and not like August. When Brett Favre would be like, I don't really want to go to training camp. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then after the preseason, he'd be like, yep, fuck it, coming back. Let's sling the football around. At least Aaron Rodgers is doing it in the spring. Before free agency hits and things like that. I even saw some people going at Brady even like, oh, we gave Roger shit for this. I think Brady thought he was retired. Like, he really wanted to retire. This was not like a, I'm going to retire and then we'll see.
1: Now, I uh, want to know at what point he really changed his mind. Like, was I, it something with the family? Like, did he go on vacation with them? and was like, man, I got to do this all year. Like, they just they're planning all these other vacations and stuff we're going to do. Like,
0: man, forget this.
1: I'm going to hang out with the guys again.
0: I don't know. Do you or just,
1: was it just like, a, eh, I missed the grind?
0: For me, a lot of times like a season would end, like a sports season, whether football or basketball. And at the end of the season, I was like, God, I'm so glad that's over. I'm so done with it. Mm-hmm. But then like two weeks would go by and I'd be like, I wish I could just go play football again. Even, even when I was coaching, we would get to the end of the season and be like, man, I'm so glad that I don't have to go to practice every day anymore, I don't have to worry about games on Friday nights or anything like that, a month would pass. And I'd get that itch to be like, I just wish I could go coach more games. (laughs) I think that's what happened with Brady. He thought, oh man, these first two weeks, three weeks, this month, it's been fantastic. I don't have to do shit. And then you start to get more into the offseason and you're like, actually, sign me back up. I'm I'm ready to go. I want back out there.
1: Do you think he'll reach a point where he starts going through the workouts again and, like, getting his body back in preparation for the NFL season where he goes, ah, you know what? I was kind of right about retirement. Like, I'm, this is hurting. You know, it's taking a little bit longer to recover. It's, just, it's, kind of, it's not that it stinks because, I mean, he clearly loves games. He's got seven Super Bowls, mm-hmm. most successful NFL player ever, yada, yada, yada. Is there a point where you think he starts going through training again or he walks into camp and Bruce Arians yells about something stupid and he's just like, man – Tired of this bullshit. This is the part that I didn't like. This is kind of where I realized, yeah, I'm done with it. I've done everything I can. Why am I dealing with this at 45 years old? I know he's
0: 44, but still, shit. I I think with him, he knows what he's doing. And I, I do think that this was just him getting away from the game for a couple days, a couple weeks, and then realizing, nope, I need to do that again. I, I want to be back out on the field. So I think that he's going to be fine. I do wonder if maybe after winning the Super Bowl the year before, if him and his wife, if him and Giselle had that discussion of, hey, I'm going to do one more run. Let me try to win another Super Bowl, and then I'm going to retire. But then he actually did it and thought, nope, can't do that. I can't handle this. I don't want to be out. And then probably had to have that talk with Giselle and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, apparently, and be (laughs) like, "Uh, actually, I'm coming back. But I think good for him. I'm excited about it. Uh, There are a lot of people, maybe even yourself included, don't remember the NFL before Tom Brady. This is season 23 for him.
1: Yeah. It's just, like, how does that talk with Giselle go? Like, I just, I can't imagine her spending, like, the last five years. Like, every documentary you see him do, it's like the time versus Tom. She was like, how much longer, Tom? I I can't keep sitting up here and watching you get hit. It's just—it's too hard. It mm-hmm. worries me. Spend time with family. She's a family-oriented person. He Even said in his man in the arena documentary, like how excited he is, like when he was suspended for the four games for Deflate Gate. How those were the best four weeks of his life, getting to go spend time with family and do things with the son that he hadn't got to before at that point of any year. And now it's like, actually, yeah, honey, I've been retired for about a month and a half. I'm
0: that is I'm tough. To leave to like, yeah, I'm ready again. to spend time with my kids and my family. Psych, y'all suck, actually. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm going back to football. My God, teammates just, are my favorite.
1: <laughs> I'm, like, I'm tired of asking, answering his questions.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's other quarterback news, too. And I thought this was huge news on Friday when it happened. We, just had, we had something huge happen every day last week. And, honestly, it's, like, still continuing. Was the Deshaun Watson decision that happened on Friday. He will not be charged criminally. That's ginormous. Yeah. And you can tell because all of the rumors are already ramping up. And one of them that was uh, reported this morning, I think it was Jeremy Fowler, is that Watson is expected to meet with the Panthers and the Saints in the next 48 hours. Those are obviously two very big quarterback needy teams, but I do think it's very interesting that he I mean he's already he's meeting with teams. I think they probably want to get Teams want to know what's going to happen. They want to know if he's going to settle all the 22 other allegations on a civil side of things, and I think that he probably will, and I think that teams will then really ramp up the interest in Deshaun Watson, and it's not just going to be Panthers and Saints. It's going to be a lot of other teams. I think Pittsburgh will even kick the tires on it. Like, there are a lot of teams. The Eagles, I still think are interested or maybe, you know, put some feelers out there. Because I'm a Jalen Hurts guy. I love Jalen Hurts. He's not Deshaun Watson.
1: Well, I already had, like, some type of vision where I saw a tweet come through that the Eagles traded for Deshaun Watson and said Jalen Hurts, Jalen Rager, and, like, three firsts their way and got Deshaun Watson. I swear to God I saw the tweet come through as a notification, and then I said something in the car. I go to Twitter. It's all gone. So if it happens, you heard it here first. That's a total prediction of a tweet that was there and it wasn't there. Take it how you want. And no, I wasn't on any drugs at that point. So I don't know what happened.
0: I'm not convinced.
1: But at the same time, I do think the Eagles are still very much a landing spot. I know a lot of people are saying the Seattle Seahawks. I just don't think the Seattle Seahawks going and getting Deshaun Watson at this time helps them, especially when their defense, in my opinion, has some holes that needs to be filled. Like you lose Bobby Wagner, that's a huge hole. I don't think you necessarily have a replacement there. You also don't have very many draft picks. Well, I take it back, you do now after trading Russell Wilson. But it's like if you bring in Deshaun Watson, I still think that takes them out of the game plan that Pete Carroll wants to do because he wants to run the football. And Deshaun Watson's like, actually, I'm a pretty good thrower. So is Russell Wilson. We saw that disconnect there.
0: I think getting Deshaun Watson helps you regardless of what you're trying to do.
1: Well, for sure, but, like, Russell Wilson's still up there. Like, why move on from Russell then if you're wanting to?
0: I would take Deshaun Watson over Russell Wilson in a heartbeat. That's hard to argue. because I, I mean, agree, but... if you go back to when Watson was playing, I thought he was the second-best quarterback in the league. For sure. I had him, you know, above Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Like, if I were going to build a franchise with anyone, it would be Deshaun Watson. And he's so young, and I think that if you are the Seahawks and you're Pete Carroll, who Pete Carroll's old, you could look at it and say, okay, we got rid of Russell Wilson, but we're not done here. We're not trying to just reset everything. We're just getting rid of Russell Wilson, and now we're going to go make a play on Deshaun Watson. Like, would I trade Russell Wilson for Deshaun Watson? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) No hesitation there. And especially if I'm Pete Carroll and I know, hey, I got a couple years left here. I'm not trying to do this whole rebuild thing. I'm not trying to draft one of these guys. So I I think that's probably the thought process with them. Uh, We'll see what happens with Seattle. I do think the Saints are a sneaky good landing spot, though. I I know that I even talked about them last week. I'm like, eh, probably not as attractive now that Sean Payton's not there. Yeah. But you do still have Alvin Kamara, assuming he's not going to be – Suspended. I don't think he will for very long. Maybe fine. Um, maybe you can get Michael Thomas to come back now that Drew Brees and the shitty quarterbacks aren't there anymore. Like, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I think I could put a call in to Michael Thomas and be like, hey, kind of need you back. And he probably yeah. would. That defense is still pretty good. Can the Saints afford him, though? Like, I know the salary caps, caps are in.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, damn, at some point it yeah, has probably
0: to be. S- Give uh, Taysom Hill an extension, and that clears up like fifteen mil.
1: Taysom Hill gets a six-year, hundred million dollar deal. Five right. of it's voidable. Right. I think that's what happened with the Kirk Cousins deal. He also got an extension this week. Not to move on too too forward because I still want to talk about Watson. But it's like I think that's how they're doing it. They're just adding these voidable years onto the contract to where it takes off the salary cap hit. That's how they're manipulating it. Kind of what they did with Patrick's deal. It's like, yeah, all these deals, all these years are avoidable. Oh, with in whose terms of like
0: Tim Patrick's. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, we're on first name basis with him.
1: Well, yeah. Hmm. He's a homie. Right. Okay. Yeah, I know his coach. He shook his hand. <laughs> so, but, yeah, with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. It's like, hey, if we release him, we don't know this. I'll tell you what, Chiefs are never going to release him. At least they better not, ever. But yeah, even think? if he is 50 years old, you you sign that guy.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> you know, Fifty years old? Eh, I'm probably gonna like twenty
1: five years from now. We're good.
0: I wonder if he's taking care of his body the way that guys like. I think the, like the top tier guys: Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, LeBron. You wondering
1: if Patrick is? Yeah, I
0: would definitely think so. I know you would, but I wonder if he is. Well,
1: I, I mainly think so because of that Bobby Stroop guy. Like that, right? He is just the guy that helps. Kind of his mobility and everything. Like, he's the, what is it, the Alex Guerrero's guy for Tom Brady. Yeah,
0: but with, like, those other guys, it's so much more than just workouts.
1: Well, I think Patrick's doing that, too. We're just not seeing those in his little workout clips.
0: I know. That's why I question it. <laughs>
1: I bet it's happening.
0: I wonder. It, how about this?
1: It should be happening. It better it be happening. Be. It needs to be happening. But I wonder. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, seeing that guy in a full, what was it, uh, Louis Vuitton outfit, matching shorts and top, and then Adidas slides. Hey, man, we gotta uh, we got to be a little better about that. <laughs> you can't go Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, Adidas. I know you're sponsored by him, but, like, whew, that's a dedication
0: to he the He probably has, like, I, honestly, he probably has something in his deal where he's like, you have to wear Adidas. In your pictures. Pe- Surely there's, like... I know he can't wear Nike or Under Armour. Yeah. Maybe they went against Louis Vuitton as well. Or maybe he's just a little bit of an odd dude that's like, yep, need my Adidas slides on today.
1: Hey, I can't be one to talk. I wore I wear a complete Crocs, dad outfit so... to Top Golf. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. I wore a Corvette
1: shirt and jean shorts with some white tube socks and Nike Air Maxes. Yeah. The new era dad. What's it up? was a,
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, your shoes are very cute, by the way. Uh, A couple other things that we did miss over the weekend. Amari Cooper gets traded to the Browns. And this happened while we were at the hockey game. It was cool to see a lot. It's cool to see fans react to sports news when you're around a lot of them. And then, like, details came out very quickly that he got traded for, like, a fifth and a sixth rounder, which he was going to get cut anyway. So I get that they didn't have to give up much for him. I can't believe that another team wasn't like, actually, yeah, we'll give you a fourth.
1: Well, you we know that they, didn't, that they
0: didn't—they didn't start competing against each other to be like, "Hey, he's pretty good." We'll throw in some more picks there, but the Browns getting for a fifth and a sixth—I like that move for the Browns. I don't know how I feel about it for Amari Cooper, but there are also a lot of rumors that we just talked about Deshaun Watson. There are a lot of rumors that maybe Cleveland wants to move on from Baker Mayfield, that maybe they're trying to look for a trade and get a new quarterback. So, a lot to look at there. Free agency starts today in like 25 minutes from when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be an exciting day as the NFL – every day in the NFL is. They will always give you something to talk about. But I like that move for the Browns to go out and be aggressive and to get another guy because you don't have much. Uh, you're probably going to lose Jarvis Landry. I, I think they gave him permission to seek a trade or sign elsewhere, whatever it is. Bringing in Amari Cooper, he can be your number one guy. Or – He'd be a really damn good number two receiver.
1: Yeah. The only thing I wonder about is if you are going to keep moving on this year with Baker Mayfield and Amari Cooper, and then let's say Javar Landry doesn't fact stay because it's like, hey, actually getting a play on the other side of Amari Cooper will be nice, kind of free some things up for me. A lot of focus is going to go to him. It's like which guy is your your big playmaker? Is like, is it just Nick Chubb, or is it like you kind of just sit here and go, hey, we're not going to have an explosive offense. We're not going to have these big, massive, explosive plays. We're just going to march our happy asses down the field, run the ball, get the ball you know, in the right spot to our receivers, and just go from there. Because like a Mark Cooper, you Cooper, know, he has been known to make some plays after the catch. We've seen that before in Dallas. It's been great. But it's like when you get to Cleveland, I don't think he's going to get those same opportunities with Baker that he got from Dak. Because I feel like Probably, Dak yeah. is clearly a better quarterback. But then there was also, I guess, comments made. I don't know how – official the reporting was, but I definitely saw it out there that, you know, Dak Prescott and Mark Cooper kind of got into it that last game and he pretty much called him a Kirk Cousins
0: no, he called, a quarterback. he called him the black Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah. yeah. And now it's like, oh, now you're in Cleveland, you have Kirk Cousins Jr.
0: Yeah, you know what? Enjoy having a more white version of <laughs> Kirk Cousins. No, you cannot get more white than Kirk Cousins, but you can be a worse quarterback. And I think Baker Mayfield is the worst quarterback. than then Kirk Cousins, who continues to fleece the entire NFL by signing a contract extension where he gets one. This is why it's crazy, and I will never believe people when they're like, oh, the salary cap, can't sign this player. They signed him to a one-year $35 million extension, fully guaranteed. So Kirk Cousins gets a raise, but at the same time, the Vikings cleared cap space in doing so. It mm-hmm. makes absolutely no sense. Don't try to explain it to me. It's all a myth. I don't care. It's wild, though. And part of the reasons why he's going to be back in Minnesota is that Kevin O'Connell wanted him there. And was looking forward to working with Kirk Cousins. So they kind of said, nah, not getting rid of this guy. I actually want him for another year. And good for him because he has made so much money. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every year, every couple of years, we're talking about Kirk Cousins and his agent and how they do such an amazing job. Like, I I want Kirk Cousins' agent to be my agent.
1: I might want Kirk Cousins to be my agent because this dude seems he's got to, he's learning enough from his agent to like, I don't even got to worry about paying him. Just Kirk, what's up, dog? Hook a <laughs> brother up. But right? here's the other thing, too, with Kirk Cousins and staying in Minnesota. Who else is going to be your quarterback? Because when I first heard this news, right. I think it was yesterday, we were talking about it on the way home. I was like, man, like, what are the Vikings doing? Like, You're paying Kurt, You're bringing him back. You're going to do this again. Well, actually, you're not doing it again because you have a different head coach. You have a head coach who actually wants him to be the quarterback and is willing to run the offense through him. And with Mike Zimmer, is like, we're just going to run the ball, and we're going to put Kirk Cousins on tough positions. And it's kind of one of those deals where I don't think it was necessarily like Kirk save us. It was just like keep the drive alive. And it just kind of got old and dry and stagnant, and the Vikings weren't anything special. But we still have the big plays from Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Who's throwing them the football? It is Kirk Cousins. So, yeah, the guy is kind of worth this money. And with the fresh start, we might see another level of Kirk Cousins that we haven't seen yet because he hasn't gotten the opportunity with whose head coach was in the play caller. Right. All that's different now. So maybe if you are the Vikings, it's like, a, hey, let's be excited about this. If you're having Dalvin Cook come back, from my understanding, right, there wasn't anything that happened with him off the field. I feel like that story came out of, like, the break-in and the fight and – and that was it. I don't feel like there was ever an official I think ending he got cleared to that. From
0: it. He did?
1: I don't feel like that. I don't a...
0: know for a fact, I don't remember. I think his name got cleared in there. Like, yeah, no, that's but I don't yeah. remember. I don't
1: remember seeing an official report on it. But still, so it's like you have the offense there. The offensive line is not fantastic, but it seems like you're in the process of trying to make it better, which is good. It's like they just need to focus on getting their defense younger and healthier. And if you can yep. do that, you might have something in the noise because the only other team you've got to worry about is the Packers. And if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt or somehow just falls off a cliff or something, you have an opportunity there. I know a lot of Bears fans were excited. Man, like that. would be like, oh, hey, if Aaron Rodgers retires or goes somewhere else, we have an opportunity here. Actually, if you're the Vikings, you're the only other team in that division who really has something to be excited about and has a real possibility to make some noise in the NFC. And
0: because aside from for the Packers being... and
1: Buccaneers, it's wide open.
0: A two-year deal. He's going to play this year, and then he gets one more a year. So two years to work with him. Maybe Rodgers does play this season and dips out and says, mm-hmm. Nope, actually, I'm good. And maybe the Vikings are sitting right there. It could happen. I've yeah. seen stranger things. And you know what? You could have worse quarterbacks. You could be the Washington Commanders who <laughs> they – they are leading the Carson. They got worse train. this weekend.
1: They they got, <laughs> let's just say, it, they got worse. Carson wins to the Washington Commanders. Props to Ballard and the Indianapolis Colts for just being like, you know what, we made a mistake. This guy's a real pain in the ass. We decided to ignore some of the red flags out of Philadelphia. Decided not to believe it. There was a guy on a podcast, mic'd up, big country, his name's Austin. Said the same thing. We are kind of right there with him. Guess what? We're all wrong. There's nothing wrong with saying we were wrong.
0: Uh, just I'm not included in that group, though.
1: No, no, you're you're in the clear. I very much. I had a whole train. I had a hype train. I hopped on a microphone and screamed "choo choo." Did the whole pull the horn and everything. Was very excited about it. Tried to get it going on Twitter. I think I was even there with Dan Orlovsky. Like, yeah, this dude's MVP candidate. First couple weeks looked pretty good. There yeah. was one half where I was like, remember when everyone said this was wrong? Then we saw the second half of that same game and it's over. Like if you're Washington and you're a fan of the commanders, this is tough. This is very, very, very tough.
0: It's, it's hard to root for. Yeah. And even if like, maybe if you're a commanders fan, which is so weird for me to say, yep. Maybe like in the back of your mind, you could convince yourself like, oh, well they're bringing him in as a emergency. Like just in case we don't get another guy or maybe we're going to draft Kenny Pickett still and sit him for a year, Still, you're still putting up Carson Wentz for a year.
1: But you can't do that because we heard the reports on how his feelings got hurt in Philadelphia with Nick Foles. <laughs> right? So it's like you can't bring in a rookie now or his feelings are immediately hurt. It's like, wait, so I'm not the guy? You guys traded for me. You took my contract. You wanted me to be him. And now you're drafting someone else? It's like that competitive juice isn't there. I know people tried to tell me, mm-hmm. and I ignored it. That's on me. That's my bad. Yeah,
0: at some point, I do think with Carson Wentz, it, which is crazy, he's not that old. But at some point, he is going to have to eventually embrace the role of mentor. Like, if <laughs> he wants to continue play, to play in the league, he's not even 30 years old. He's 29. He's still got a long NFL career ahead of him, I think. Probably not as a starter, though. Yeah. But, man, like, come in and be that guy that mentors some of these young guys. You could still play another seven, eight years. Making couple mil.
1: And you're you would be an attractable backup quarterback because mm-hmm. you are athletic. But if you're and you play have this, been known to make plays.
0: This bullshit of like, Oh, I'm not mentoring a young quarterback. <laughs> Bye.
1: <laughs> if Bye you're do sure. that,
0: that, I I think that's his way to go. That's what he should do. And he, he seems like he's probably a pretty good dude. Or you know, maybe even the right situation somewhere will help him. I'm not counting on him for anything, but I was very surprised to see that the commanders traded for him, and that they're going to pay him. yeah, I thought they were like, Hey, we'll take a shot on him, but we're not paying that money, but they are they're taking the money, so that was a weird situation i I feel bad for the commander's fans. I haven't saw I think it was Trayvon Diggs was tweeted like as soon, as soon as it happened, like tweeted out like a smiley face like he was happy about it. <laughs> and you know other uh, i think it was that Annie Agler girl was like eagles fans are excited because Carson Wentz will once again be throwing them the football <laughs> <laughs> yeah deceptions I mean, boo when your entire division is celebrating the move i think maybe you need to take a step back and look like wait what did we do we might have just messed up because the giants the eagles and the cowboys are celebrating and then yeah. our fans are incredible. They are busy.
1: more excited than we are that we have a franchise quarterback.
0: Right. Or, excuse me, excuse me, a quarterback. Yeah. I don't know. So that was that was another weird move. But I guess you have to try to do something if you're the commanders. I, I wouldn't have done this. I would have rather, and I don't like this draft class, I would have rather have drafted a quarterback than paid Carson Wentz all that money. But again, maybe they'll do both.
1: Yeah, there's a possibility. But now here's the question If you're the Colts, what are you doing? Are you in on the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes you to, and you're you just not being talked house? about?
0: You got your guy already. Who? Sam Ellinger. Oh, he's back. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> uh, I really like Sam Ellinger. I, I, I was
1: thought trying he'd to be let a career just...
0: backup in the NFL, which I think he, that is probably still what he will do. But it is kind of weird. They have to do something. I don't know what it will be. Maybe they look to the draft and, and try to grab one of these guys. Maybe they're in on Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. What's crazy is there are so many quarterback-needy teams. There are not enough good quarterbacks anymore. That's kind of what I was just thinking, too, right before you said it. It was like,
1: if they let's say you miss out on Jimmy Garoppolo and you miss out on Deshaun Watson. What are you going to do? Is this the same allegory year? Where it's like uh, you're the starter, one.
0: Yeah, what's going to make it very difficult too? I kind of forgot this. They don't have a first round pick in Indianapolis, <laughs> so even like you got it you mentioned Deshaun Watson, uh, yeah, you can't do it because you gave a first, you gave up a first round pick for Carson Wentz. You should have sat him. Wow, should have sat him. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I know like hindsight and everything, looking back to it, but man, like that looks really bad now. You gave up a first.
1: I feel so bad for Ballard. Like, you had the team there, and Andrew Luck retired. And now right. you've been trying to fill that void ever since. So if I like remember right, yeah. Can't he was, get it.
0: He was one of those guys who was like, I, I'm going to be kind of picky with where I go. Yeah. That job opened up. It's like, okay, I got Andrew Luck. I got this. I got that. If they had Andrew Luck, they'd be one of the top teams in the AFC. 100%. <laughs> it does. The, it. All no we we'll would be point. saying is, like,
1: they got to get another receiver. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, upgrade the offensive line. They did. Mm-hmm.
1: Then they the drafted Michael Pittman. They
0: did. Yep. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. You throw Andrew Luck, a good, healthy Andrew Luck on that team, they're making noise in the AFC.
1: And we saw him a couple months ago. He ain't coming back. No, he's thin. He
0: is, he is... weird and retired. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know what the Colts will do. What's crazy is there's going to be a big market for Jimmy Garoppolo, because teams like the Colts and the Steelers. They are going to be looking. He's probably going to get traded for a second-round pick.
1: And I think another name that we might need to throw out there, Derek Carr. Seems like he's been kind of thrown around on a lot of trade rumors. I know a lot of it's just kind of some fan talk, but it's still the possibility of, like, you know, what are the Raiders going to do? A whole new coaching staff in there right now. You're revamping everything. Yeah. Do you move on from Derek Carr? Do you try to get younger? Do you try to just kind of take an off year as a coaching staff and go – Let's build this roster exactly
0: how we want it. I mean, Russell Wilson just got traded, so I'll never say never. But I would not trade Derek Carr right now, for the reason of who are you replacing him with? Well, at least are you, you have try Marcus bring Mariota, Baker Mayfield, or yeah, Jordan Love, or anybody like that. Like, I'll hold on to Derek Carr for a couple more years. Um, but I, I, there's going to be a lot of quarterback movement. And there's going to be a lot of player movement as free agency starts. Today in the NFL just continues to dominate uh, the news circuit, but uh, Roper Kia dominating the car market. You should go check out their inventory at Roper Kia. If they don't have what you're looking for, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mike would they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride at Roper Kia.
1: And talk about dominating a market, that's Gunspot. They are the best gun website out there, so be sure to visit them again at Gunspot.com. For all your gun and ammo needs, you Know no reserved auctions every single week, and another great part about Gunspot is that there's no hidden fees when you go to check out, so you don't even have to worry about that. Also, it's not a matter of if, guys, it is a matter of when danger could arise. Make sure you put yourself and your family in a
0: position to protect them with gunspot.com. Exactly. Now, let's uh let's transition to a little bit of baseball because we didn't get to talk about this baseball.
1: Hey, our reverse psychology worked. We need to give ourselves a little bit of a round of applause here. I don't know which button it. I'm assuming it's this one. Yeah. Did I get it? That was the applause there. I Think I missed it. But yep. anywho, baseball's back. We straight there. We just sat there and last week was like, hey, we're both against it. It's not happening. Just accept it right now.
0: I was ready to have to talk about missing chunks of games. And what's one thing that I'm very happy about, but also incredibly annoyed about? Is the fact that Major League Baseball would be like ah here's the deadline if you don't do it by then this is going to happen going to miss a couple series of games not happening we're getting a full 162 game schedule which is great yeah starting April seventh um, less than a month away and I'm glad also that the players have been working out and that they're like they're ready so we're not going to have this long drawn out spring training spring training is very exciting. I don't need it this year, though. I, I'm ready for the season to start April 7th. Um, I even got into a little bit of the marijuana and immediately bought Royals tickets that I'm very excited about. Uh, baseball being back, I, I didn't know how much I missed it until it was almost taken away from me.
1: That's about how that happens. You don't realize what you have until it's gone.
0: Sometimes you have to you know, set it free. If it comes back to you, it's, it's yours. yours all along some bullshit. If you love something, you let it go, and if it comes back, it's yours. That's me and baseball. I almost didn't believe it uh, because on Thursday, I believe I'm getting my days mixed up. But on Thursday, when it happened, or whatever day, was the same day that Jeff Passon got hacked. (laughs) Yeah. And so I, I, I had his tweet notifications on. I need to go back and turn them on because I turned them off. But I was just getting so many bullshit tweets, and I'm like, all right, turn these off. And then I saw it from someone else. It's like, mm, I think baseball might be back, but I'm not real sure. And I started seeing some other tweets fly, and I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, this is happening. Yeah. And and Jeff Passant gets hacked on, like, the biggest news day of his career so far. Yeah,
1: and I love how you made the joke about it. Like, I didn't used to – I love double negative there. I did not like Jeff Passan for a while. I just thought he was super negative all the time about everything.
0: He was so serious all the time.
1: Yes. Yeah, so now, just, dude, so Just relax, yeah. And so then for him, all that to happen, and he tweets like, I'm back, don't worry, yada, 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 breaks the news. And then like 10 minutes later, he's like, hey, do you guys remember when I got hacked on the biggest news day of my career? It's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, how could we forget? That's hilarious that you making jokes about it. Because I couldn't imagine what his reaction is. In midst of finding out that baseball is back, confirming with the sources, ESPN, getting the news to them, going through that entire process, and then you go to hop on Twitter and it's like, I'm locked out of my account. Right. And then you maybe have another account that you're logged into There's something that you run and you look at your account and it's just all this candy, skull whatever, bull crap, NFTs. And it's like, uh, that's not me. My profile picture's changed. My info's changed. These tweets are being sent out like crazy. Everyone's wanting to know what's going on. And it's just like, I don't know, but baseball's back.
0: Yeah, a a couple little rule changes that are going to happen this year. Uh, 162 games. I think Mm -hmm. that's important to note because we've been told all along that games would be canceled. They're back. They're going to do nine inning doubleheaders instead of the seven inning doubleheaders. I like that. Uh, Baseball is a stat sport. Mm -hmm. We need full games being played. Uh, No runner on second base and extra innings. I was on the fence about that. I really didn't care. I know a lot of people hated it. I didn't care one way or the other. I thought it was an interesting thing. You toyed around with it. It's gone. I won't miss it. If they bring it back, I won't be like, oh, my God, this is ruining baseball. (laughs) Like, no, the fact that we saw people that won't let you bat flip, that's ruining baseball. Lockouts are ruining baseball. Not a runner on second base. Universal DH, I've been waiting my whole life for this.
1: Very surprised it
0: happened. Even talking to our guy, Rob, about it while we were in Nashville, like, Everybody thinks that these pitchers are so great. Like, right? wait, you're going to take Madison Baumgartner out of the batter's box? Like, he mashes home runs. He also hits, like, 190. <laughs> like, yeah, occasionally he's going to run into a fastball and he's going to jack one out of the park. Most of the time, he's going to get out. Over 80% of the time, he's just another out. So, no, I don't need to see these guys hit. I think it's great that... I think it evens the playing field for NL teams to be able to use a DH, to be able to keep guys that are maybe aging a little bit. I think if this happens you know, 12, 15 years ago, whatever it was, Albert Pujols probably stays a Cardinal because he knows, eh, I can DH at the end of my career. Yeah. Or maybe they keep him because they think, hey, he can also DH at the end of his career. But I, I love it. I think, it, like I said, it levels the playing field. More free agents in the NL now. Better hitting Uh, you don't have to do a lot of these double switches and things like that that are just annoying and hard to keep track of. So I'm all about that one. And as we talked about too, expanded playoffs. Sure, let's do it. I'm on board. Give me more teams. So 12 teams in the playoffs. You have three division winners and three wildcard winners. I'm about it. I I didn't see the details on it, though. I I hope that it's – I could get on board with it almost being like a wildcard team from each division. I don't want to see and this is just me being selfish. The Yankees, the Red Sox, and the fucking Rays making the playoffs. You don't want to see that? Not really. <laughs> or so, even like the Yankees win the division, but the Red Sox, the Rays, and the Blue Jays are the wild card. I don't need four teams from the Yeah, in you know, at least. But I again, this is just me being selfish. I get it if they're the four best teams, they should be in for sure. Um, I do wonder if they're going to do, like, the a bye week
1: with it, with the additional teams being added into it. Or, like, you know, the number one or two seeds get the bye.
0: Yeah. Probably something. I know there were rumors of letting the division winners pick their opponents. Like, the number one seed would get to pick who they get to play. and That would be awesome. And then if you lose, it's like, pff, you done, effed up. Well, that's <laughs> <Right>? a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you picked us. Or there was even, like, the ghost win things where, like, the one seed only had to win two games, and the wild card team had to win three. Um, I didn't see a lot I of I kind of
1: like that. I think it kind of gives the advantage of, like, hey, if you're up here at the top, you don't have to try as hard. Eh, now I actually take that back. The moment I said
0: it, I was like, I don't like that. Play <laughs> Once you reach this point, you start over. Everyone's 0 an 0-0. Right. And another thing to watch now, too, I mean, NFL free agency, but at the same time, baseball free agency. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, a lot of trades. Josh Donaldson got traded this morning to the Twins and a pretty big move. Uh, The the biggest names that I'm looking at are Freddie Freeman and Carlos Correa. Where are they going to land? Guys like Clayton Kershaw was another name. He like immediately signed with the Dodgers. Yeah, like now I'm absolutely not going anywhere else. Uh, Like news broke. And then by Thursday afternoon, he was back in a Dodgers uniform. But the Freddie Freeman thing is getting very interesting where I thought there was no way he would move on from the Braves. That might not be the case now.
1: I think there's been like three teams rooming out there that have offered him deals.
0: Yeah. If he does leave the Atlanta Braves, mm-hmm. I hope it's for the race. I would love to see them get a big time free agent. Is that the piece that they're missing? I don't know that they are missing a piece. They've been dominating the NL East. That's true. <laughs> but I, I just think it adds would, to it. It would help, obviously, to have Freddie Freeman in that lineup. But I just want it more for not even he, like, oh, he fits in there. But to see them be aggressive and spend some money,
1: yeah, it just have that one guy that they're actually paying instead of being like, oh, small market. They're not really because what they're seven hundred thousand dollars that what their entire like salary was that they were paying their
0: players. I don't think it was seven hundred thousand because that's very low. That's one player. I'm that pretty sure it was like super low, wasn't seventy it? million dollars?
1: <laughs> F me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I say, seven hundred thousand. You
0: said seven hundred thousand.
1: About seven grand. League minimum. Yeah, every player gets five hundred <laughs> thousand or gets yeah.
0: You Just guys get- are actually making minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Seventy million. It is one of the lower in baseball. Yeah,
1: because the Dodgers are paying like two hundred and thirty
0: eight dollars I would say for competitive teams, they're probably the lowest. There are teams like the Pirates who are tanking and they're like, eh, we're only gonna pay you thirty five million dollars for your entire roster. Yeah. Which is a joke. I wish baseball would address that. I know a lot of people have argued for a salary cap over the last couple of years. I do think there needs to be a floor to where it's like, hey, you got to pay your team this much money or you're just not competing. Even yeah. if it's as low as like $75 million. but you have teams out there fielding a 26-man roster and you're paying $40 million. Yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, if you put the salary floor there, it would be real nice to be like the, the
0: worst best player. Trevor Bauer alone makes like $45 million. Yeah, that's that's one guy. I uh,
1: I still just don't understand what you do with that much money. Like, I get your worth whatever someone's willing to pay you. But, like, golly, $45 million to throw a baseball every four or five days? Games, excuse me? Yeah. That's insane. I should have worked so much harder.
0: <laughs> yeah. At throwing, at throwing a baseball in high school. Like, uh-huh. I should have done so much more. Having bigger hands, being able to do more.
1: Being the baseball faster
0: game? would be amazing. Uh, I am, I'm so excited that baseball's back. Yeah. I, like I said, I had no idea that I was going to miss it so much when I thought it was going to be taken from me, but it's back. I know opening day, at least for the Kansas City Royals, is April 7th. I assume that other teams will be playing around that same time. Uh, you can catch me at some games this year. <laughs> uh, and I'm right there with you. dude. It is going to be hard for me. To say no to going to games this year.
1: Oh, especially when it was almost gone like that. And I saw how Mm -hmm. sad you were. I saw how it affected you. No one else got to see that. No one got to see the -the behind-the-scenes sad
0: mellow. No. It's not something that comes out very often.
1: I might not get baseball this time. I don't want me to do. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, Melo, it's going to be all right, man. Don't worry. It was there.
0: I felt it. Yeah. I felt it.
1: But it's Uh, here. Your optimism did pay off. You did have the one day where it was like, I'm not being optimistic. It's kind of crazy how it happened. I'm not encouraging that because it was awesome seeing you be optimistic about it, but it is pretty interesting to see that one time you were like, you know what, we're not getting it. It's over with. The Baseball's like, actually, <laughs> you stopped believing in us. We're back.
0: I'm done. Keep sharp objects away from me. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, <laughs> uh, but I am. I'm very excited about it. I'm also very excited to be back in Joplin so that I can experience that happy hour at Club Six O Nine. Two for one drink specials. Two dollar draft pours. Great appetizers. Funky art. They got something for everyone at Club 609. Make sure you check them out for that happy hour. 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock at Club 609.
1: Absolutely. Next is going to be Downtown Lube. Talk about being here in Joplin. These guys helped us right before we left for the trip to Nashville. Located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, is Downtown Lube, located on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. Again, that website, downtownlube.com. It's easy as that. I know you know how to spell it. You can spell down, you can spell town, you can spell lube, and then you just throw on a little dot com, and you're there visiting the website market. And the guys are very proud of it. They pride themselves on what they do. They're exceptional at their job. Customer service through the roof as well. Also, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you're going to need your tires serviced or your lube changed, your oil changed. You guys get the gist of it. Downtown Lube.
0: You really got to stick with that. You know how to spell things. huh? That's kind of fun.
1: You know how to spell down? I I do. You know how to spell town? You just change one letter.
0: Anyway. uh, Matchmaker Monday. I know you know what Lube is. That. Dot com. What's that? Huh? Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. You heard it. Yeah. You saw my dad in here earlier. You don't want to fuck with him.
1: No. Your dad is actually quite the badass. No has, has literally killed people. Well, there's no need to say that, but... Thank you for your know. service, Keith. Yeah, appreciate it. I'm Thank so scared. A.K.A. Dad.
0: A.K.A. <laughs> <Still laughs> when
1: when he walked out, and you guys were like, Bye, Pops. And I was just like, Bye. I wanted to be like, Bye, Dad. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> you I, like I don't know how he'd react, so I just didn't. But I definitely <laughs> I'll tell you. thought about it. tell the truth. He would. On Monday.
0: He would just be like, That was fucking weird. Except for he wouldn't say fuck. <laughs> yeah. Or anything at all. He would just be like, yeah, that kid's still pretty odd. <laughs> ha,
1: ha, ha. <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyway, Matchmaker Monday uh, today. You hinted at it earlier, uh, but this is my Matchmaker Monday of, like, a jet and flying. hmm I'm one-up you. I hadn't seen it yet. Teleportation. Yeah. Needs to be a thing. Is that your one superpower? Yeah, man. Like, I I did it to myself again to where I'm over-traveling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with it. I don't want to go anywhere. For a long time, lessons it's a Royals game. That drive yesterday was just brutal, like honestly.
1: Like the fact, and I don't mean this really or anything, it's like the fact that we got to a gas station, you looked at me and you're like, hey, do you, you want to drive? <laughs> and that was the whole reason I kind of started hanging out with you guys. I was like, yeah, I'll drive. And then I was like, I never drove. And then I got to the point I drove in Chicago. I listened to the GPS, almost got us killed by a semi coming on an exit ramp. That was pretty scary. Got it in the right direction, got us home. We're fine. But it was like when you reached the point, where it was like, "Hey, do you want to drive a little bit?" I was like, "Yeah, dude, absolutely. Give yourself a break." And then you just snoozed.
0: I was getting pretty tired.
1: Yeah, it was just like, man, like this is we're getting rough. Daddy was a little hungover, so that's where I had said on it was actually the Uber ride to go throwing, Is I had said, "Hey, like, I'm just going to get my pilot's license and I'm going to fly us places, and I'm going to have someone pay for it." And then it's like, what about who's going to buy the plane? That's where, one, we get investors, two, you rent a plane. I got a buddy who's got a single engine pilot license, and he only has to pay $150 when he wants to fly somewhere. It's because you just got to pay for the, the fuel of the plane. You just rent it. Well, With just, all
0: due respect, you wouldn't get in a plane as you You make flying. me nervous as a vehicle driver.
1: This last drive was, No chance I'm getting in a plane that you well, are flying. I'll see you seven hours later when you're mm-hmm. driving your happy ass yes. on the road.
0: <laughs> no, I will be teleporting. I'll see you. <laughs> 30 minutes later when I'm already there. Like, with all the advancements in science and technology, why are we not doing this yet? How have we not figured out the wormhole? It's
1: probably already happening, but we got people just teleporting to bank, you know, safes and stealing all the money and then teleporting back out.
0: Right. Somebody's just using it for their own advantage. It's probably uh, uh, Jeff Bezos or uh, what's the other one? Musk. Probably. Like, they know what's going on. Or, uh, you know, a couple years ago, there was, like, talks of this high rail system, train system or whatever. Where you could its like, Kansas City to St. Louis in, like, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Where's it at?
1: They're still, like, having to agree. Like, they're still having meetings. What's the fucking meeting about? <laughs> Do you, would you want to get from Kansas City to St. Louis in 30 minutes? Yes. Sign the deal. Find a crew to hire and build it. Make sure it's done correctly. And let's go. Yeah. I don't understand why it takes seven years to make a decision. I don't know why it takes three months for baseball to make a decision on a lockout. Sit down, have a meeting, and figure it out. Shouldn't be that hard. My first matchmaker Monday, here's another one. Chiefs signing a wide receiver. I want to see that happen. I want them to go get a receiver in free agency that's not Sammy Watkins, someone who's not injury-prone. I know everyone's like, oh, man, Allen Robinson would be great. Hey, guys got it banged up. Had some injuries. In Chicago, it's been tough to be excited and willing to play there with your quarterback. But just get somebody.
0: We are we're six minutes past free agency.
1: Has news broken? I missed it. Did Adam Schefter tweet something and
0: I can't see it because I I don't I can't tell you. What sucks is I I did find the workaround. Like I turned on the notifications from the Mike Up account, so I see them as a notification when they come through. Mm-hmm. But I I can't click on them. If I do, I have to like re-log in with the Mike Up account. It's a whole process. It's not going well. <laughs> I need Shefty to unblock me. But free agency has started. Uh, I haven't seen any official signings happen yet, but it's crazy. It will happen pretty soon. But there are a lot of rumors, you talked about the Chiefs, of Zedarius Smith already. There are already rumors that he is going to the Kansas City Chiefs. So much so that even names like Tyron Matthew and Frank Clark were already trending on Twitter not long ago. Yeah. And again, let me read you my tweets. I would absolutely love for the Kansas City Chiefs to bring in Zadarius Smith and get rid of Frank Clark.
1: 100%. I hope that happens today. Today. I'm right there with you. I would like for them to go get Zadarius. Here's my like hopeful free agent list. Go get Zadarius Smith. Go get Juju Smith-Schuster as a wide receiver. And then a safety. I don't even care who. Just another safety or corner. Because I think a lot of people are forgetting Cerverius Ward is a free agent. He might be gone. It's like the best corner the Chiefs have. I know everyone wants to say with Sneed, Traverius Ward has been there for like four years as like a solid piece. At corner, hasn't been anything fantastic, but he hasn't also been god-awful. you got to find a way to keep that guy in the building. And you have to address secondary. And I don't want to see a rookie out there because I don't want to be yelling at him. <laughs> I don't want to be yelling at a rookie playing corner getting roasted because he's getting targeted 30 game, thirty times a game. It's not fair to the
0: kid. Maybe. Just don't yell it. Oh,
1: that's the hard part, man.
0: I haven't thought about that. Maybe just remember there's a person. Remember the person. Remember the person.
1: I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry, Adam (laughs) Schefter. I didn't realize, holy shit, would get me auto-blocked. Well, that's a lie. I did know. I did it on purpose. But I didn't think it would be this long. I thought it would be over with by now.
0: Yeah, I know. I thought it would be. I think it's like a week is what I read. Has it not even been a week? It has not. It feels like it. it. feels like it's been a month.
1: <laughs> it's like it's been a long month.
0: I know. And now with free agency starting. Um, Emmanuel Agba reached an agreement with the Dolphins. I saw that one.
1: That's tough. I was kind of hoping he might leave. Can- I think Kansas City messed up letting him go.
0: Yeah, he's been very good. Yeah. He's been one of those guys that, like, he gets a four-year, $65 million deal. It's not that much money, but he's, like, a consistent, like, seven, eight sacks guy. Yeah, well, he's, he's probably not like, going to lead your team, but man, he's damn good off the edge, and so good for the Dolphins bringing him back. It, I, the receiver market is going to be one that's very interesting to a lot of people uh, because I, there are big names. I do worry about a lot of them, like Juju Smith-Schuster. I think he can be a good number two receiver, but he's not a number one. But yeah. I think he's going to want a lot of money. Guys like Allen Robinson, he's been he's been pretty good. He's never really had a good quarterback. He is getting kind of sneaky old, I believe. Yeah, I think he's like 28 or 29. That's what I was thinking. So, I mean, even with receivers, they don't age well. They do not. And
1: I do wonder, you know, I'm not just saying the Chiefs in particular, but, like, you got DJ Shark, who's also out there. Mm -hmm. I wonder if some of these teams can convince him to take a one-year prove-it deal because Juju Smith pretty much missed off last season with an injury himself. Um and then DJ Shark's been kinda, you know, inconsistent with the Jaguars, very understandably so. But it's still one of those deals where it's like, hey, like we we know you're good, you have the talent, but it's like you haven't had the consistent proven production of it. We're just gonna give you a one year deal, this is the amount of money, like a one year double digit deal. I think I would say yes to that as a receiver.
0: Um, how about a couple couple little news tidbits here? Alex Kappa uh, who was the Bucks guard, has signed with the Cincinnati Bengals. Hey, Bengals spending them. some money on the offensive line. That's nice to see. I Honestly, I thought with Tom Brady, I thought that he would be able to get some of these guys. <laughs> I thought Ali Marpet would maybe come out of retirement. I thought Kappa would return. That's an interesting one, but go get paid. Big dog, four years, $40 million to play guard. Cincinnati making some moves <laughs> on the offensive line already. But to take it back to baseball, Fernando Tatis has a fractured wrist. Surgery, probable. He could miss a few months of baseball. That absolutely sucks. He is a guy that I like him a lot. I think we're going to look back at him and think that maybe this is a guy that, like, man, what if he never got injured? He is just so plagued by injuries so early early in his career. Fernando Tatis Jr. Okay. He could be the best player in baseball, but he's – you gotta call it, call it, like it is. He's struggling to stay on the field.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, that that's, sucks.
0: He's he's one of my favorite players. Yeah, to watch, but now a wrist injury, and a wrist injury too. That's that's rough.
1: In baseball, like that's an awful injury to have. In terms of every part of the sport, and I mean we talk about it all the time. The best ability is availability. Mm-hmm. This dude was getting real close to just being the face of the league. Now it's just like bam, yeah, bam, bam, like bam, bam.
0: One twenty-two years old. He was the cover athlete of mm-hmm. the show. Um, now, he it, still has
1: plenty of time to recover. Like, well, it's not panic, but at the same time, it's – you were almost that guy.
0: Yep, yeah. and hopefully he does make a full recovery. He is hes incredibly fun to watch. His ability to hit for power, steal, uh, I think a move to the outfield might be in his future. And also, Pete Alonzo says uh, he got in a brutal car accident yesterday, and his car flipped over three times. Uh, he's just thankful to be alive. I don't know about injuries. And it says he's going to be back on the field tomorrow. That might be the most Pete Alonso thing I've ever read in my life. Yes, (laughs) flipped my car three times, but I'll be back at it tomorrow. I have done this. When I was 16 years old, I flipped a truck multiple times, three to five Mm. times. It was brutal. Somehow, that Chevy S10 that I was driving, no injuries, (laughs) none. I had some cuts. That was it. Some bruises, but, like, no broken bones, no injuries. I had no idea how I walked out of that thing alive. But I will say, as a little 16-year-old, I was incredibly sore the next day. Like, my back hurt, my neck hurt. I felt like I had been in a car wreck. For Pete Alonso to be like, not lockouts over, see you tomorrow. (laughs) Take a day, man. Take a day off. Like,
1: maybe go onto the field, but don't do anything.
0: You're right. Like, I also, guess maybe, how fucking tough are you? Maybe you're just standing at first base and you're like, "Yeah, I'm not stretching for that one today, guys." Like, you got to <laughs> get it to me. I'll I'll catch some balls, but I'm not doing much here. I'm not taking BP today. You got to raise that boy.
1: shoulder, and you're like, ah, nope, okay, that's a low one. I'm not squatting
0: either." <laughs> right? But I mean, a lot of news. It's great to have baseball and football going off on the same day. I've always said that October is the best sports month. This March is a unique one. This March is making a run. You got football free agency. March of basketball 22. Basketball going on. Now you got Major League Baseball free agency, too. This March is going to be a pretty damn good <laughs> sports month. My last ma- matchmaker Monday, though, I uh, talked about it a little bit earlier. I do want to see the Browns trade Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. For a couple reasons. One, haha, uh you got traded. Two, I want to see his unlocked potential of when you piss him off, he gets better. I kind of want to see it. I think if if he gets traded, he's going to get that chip on his shoulder, and I'm a big believer in it. What do you think gets traded to? Like, was who's trading for Baker Mayfield? The Colts, maybe. You know, mm-hmm. well, just like a team off the top of my head. I have no rumors or sourced information. Yeah, but like, if he goes to the Colts with a very good running game, similar offense to what he was running in yep. Cleveland. You throw him in there with a couple uh, get a receiver in there too. A chip on his shoulder. I would bet on that. I would bet on that over Carson Wentz. Like if I'm the Washington Commanders, dumb <laughs> name. Uh, it's not dumb. I'm just not used to it. If I'm the Commanders, I would take Baker Mayfield over Carson Wentz. Did you not call the Cleveland Browns and ask? Yeah. Hell, I would take a chip on the shoulder Baker Mayfield over Jimmy Garoppolo. Really? Yep. Easily.
1: Ooh, I don't know if I'd do that.
0: Mm-hmm. I think he can rally a, a locker room. Who? Are you all right? Yeah, I mean, he was banged up last year. I'm not saying that I like him. My whole Baker Mayfield yeah. thing is his entire personality. I think there's still something left in the tank with him. He was That's not bad a season ago.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely understanding of like, hey, he was really injured this last year. Maybe we need to take a little easy on him. But over Jimmy Garoppolo? And I know oh, some yeah. people might hear that and be like, oh, yeah, duh. I just think Jimmy is like, he doesn't get enough credit for being, I don't want to say clutch, but just can he can be the guy in certain situations that keeps drives alive. And I don't feel like Baker is. Yeah. I, I But would we'll, take... we'll see this next year because I think he's got plenty to be pissed about. So either way, I think we're going to see Chip on his shoulder.
0: And with, like, Baker Mayfield, he's going to play. He's going to be out there. Even this year, he was incredibly banged up. He started Mm -hmm. 14 games. Jimmy Garoppolo is guaranteed to miss games. Yeah, thumb injury takes the dude out for a minute.
1: Granted, it was a pretty tough thumb injury is what we hear now. But my last Matchmaker Monday, we talked about it earlier in the show, It's just I would love to see the match of Tom Brady staying home. Just not be on a
0: football field in a uniform. Go golf more. Yeah, like just (laughs) go be a dad, bro. Eat quit a strawberry being, and swell up or whatever Quit happens.
1: being the cool dad. Quit being the cool dad who's the best quarterback in the NFL. Like, oh, my dad's better than your dad. Well, yeah, no shit. It's Tom Brady. The only thing Tom Brady's bad at
0: is retiring. Oh,
1: yeah. You know what? He should get better at that.
0: Maybe, maybe one of these days he will. I'm excited to see him back. I know that you're not. I think we know why. We talked about it earlier. But it is that competitive drive. I almost wonder if this is going to unlock... Something for Tom Brady. It's like, I thought I was done with the game. I'm not. Like, is he recharged now? Was I'm last sure year when he led the not. league in yards and touchdown passes, was he kind of like, eh, done with football, actually?
1: Now, in saying all this, I hope it doesn't happen. But I wonder if maybe this is the year we find out, like, actually his battery's not recharged. It is it is failing.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I think that it could go either way, definitely. But it could be, a, like... Actually, I should have stayed retired. I'm Mm. going to finish out the season, but this is it for me. This is my farewell tour. But I I should have stayed retired to where we finally see time beat Tom. Yeah. I wouldn't bet on it.
1: (laughs) Definitely not. Not Uh, after
0: this last weekend of bets. Mm -mm. No. I I, I haven't had a good weekend. I would not. I would stay away from (laughs) that one for sure. Um, I would also bet on us coming back tomorrow at 10 a.m. and having another great show. We appreciate you guys joining us today. Being back, I know that something is going to happen. We are going to have more big news. Drop this afternoon, tonight, and we will be back right here in the call-in app. Uh, go download it. Call in C-A-L-L-I-N. Subscribe to our channel at mic Find us here every weekday starting at 10 a.m. Central Time. We appreciate you guys. Talk to you tomorrow.